Hello, and welcome to my Fetch. So, today, as many of us saw, the press actually, surprisingly, asked Nancy Pelosi about the, um, what seems to be closed-circuit videotape of her salon or her um, of the salon that she attends, the salon that she's gone to to get her hair done. And she's in the salon. First of all, the salon's not supposed to be even be open, right, according to California rules. And the second thing is that she's not wearing a mask. And someone from the press actually asked her about it. She gets so testy. It's like she's got her balls all twisted up inside between her legs, maybe like Michael, Michael Obama. But regardless, she gets so flustered and so easily perturbed and annoyed. It's like the same tone she gets when she's talking about something of actual political value. Certainly not valor, but value. And it's the same exact tone that she has towards Trump, the Republicans, the this, the that. You know, questions about Antifa. It's that same annoyedness. Like she could never be taken to task because she's too good. So here's the woman who's telling everyone that they have to have masks on, that it's ridiculous at the Trump rallies, that they don't have masks, ridiculous that people were sitting in the Rose Garden without masks, ridiculous that Trump doesn't wear a mask, ridiculous that he's setting a bad example, he doesn't wear a mask, she's in Kunta Kinte outfits and putting on a mask and kneeling in some symbolic ridiculousness uh, somewhere in the state capitol, Okay, all these, you know, virtual signaling and photo opportunities and cutesy stuff because she's, for how many decades? Four decades? She's never really done much. She's been a politician that skims off the top and insider trades and has dirty deals and she's worth what, like $100 million? How do you go to Congress and you're worth $100 million in four decades when you've been earning something like $147,000 a year, which is already too much. We really need term limits for these people. So anyway, she got annoyed, and then she uh, blamed the salon. I mean, you just can't get any... I mean, and I think people are starting to wake up. Like, she's been blaming Trump and blaming the Republicans and blaming Trump and blaming the Republicans and blaming Trump and blaming the Republicans all this time for every fault and everything that's going wrong in this country, blaming Trump for sending in federal agents to Portland, blaming Trump for inciting riots, you know, when we know very well it's Antifa, BLM, and the demos. That's their, that's their, um, their stormtroopers. That's their, that's their troops. That's their, their troops on foot. And yet she can't take responsibility basically saying, well, the salon should have known the rules. She didn't need to. It's like, woman, you're a legislator. You are the representative and you are the Speaker of the House in the federal government. And now you're going to say it's plausible deniability because the salon should have known the rules while you're out there telling everyone that they have to be covered up and not go out and, and on top of it to close their businesses, their salons and, and, uh, and hobby shops and, and, and pharmacies and all these stores can't be open, right? Like big box can be, but the small person can't. I, it, it's like, my, I mean, how does she get away with this? I mean, she needs to be voted out. I mean, this is just, she's, 
showing herself a few months ago on TV with $12 pints of ice cream about, oh yeah, hey, I have a $40,000 fridge behind me where I keep, you know, pints and pints, probably, it was probably like $400 worth of ice cream in there. Most people couldn't afford $400 per month for their groceries. And she's, you know, like, oh, it's not so bad, quarantine. It's like, how, how separate and disconnected from the people do you have to be? I mean, these people are like, the elitist, they are the elitist cabal. They don't care about us. They don't care about our businesses. They don't care about our well-being. They don't care about our health. They don't care about our earnings. They don't care about our money. They don't care about our liberty. They don't care about the Constitution. They don't care about Bill of Rights. They don't care about doing any work. And then she's going to go and get her hair done and then say she didn't know the rules? But you've been telling us the rules. Every single day for six months. I mean, it gets to a point where it's like, you know, like, no, this is, I mean, we've already way past that point. But even someone who's a complete fool and idiot has to be like, this is ridiculous. And, uh, you know, and look, she's got the money to, you know, call up uh, her hairstylist and be like, can you come to my home? Oh, oh, sorry, you can't get, you can't get soap or water on her marble floors and sinks. I mean, bring a few towels and do it at home, and then no one's going to freaking know if you're wearing a mask. And then she says that she was set up and sold out. That's that's her new thing. So it's just this continued manipulation and flip. It's what they do in politics, and then she does it to her hairdresser. And now the hairdresser was on was on Fox, I think, uh, uh, on Tucker Carlson, saying that she's gotten so many threats, her Yelp is destroyed because people are coming out and excoriating her. Uh, so her Yelp uh, uh, reviews are down. She's gotten death threats, emails, you know, Facebook posts, whatever social media she's on. She's like, basically, I'm done. She's, she's already said she's lost all of her workers, all of her stylists. I mean, no one's working. And, you know, she's got probably got back pay, losing money like a sieve, and now and now everyone's going to abandon her, who used to be her clients, because Nancy Pelosi comes in and is in the ultimate of entitlement. Yet she'll be the one that's saying out there that America's a racist, disgusting, vile, white supremacist country. But you're, I mean... You're Italian. You're like, I mean, you're Italian and you're telling everyone white and you're telling everyone that everyone's white supremacist. The absolute entitlement and the debauchery and the, the, I mean, she must be on some kind of strong drugs. And I'm not talking about just like Paxil. Like she's, she must be doing meth and coke because otherwise this is, it's just, how do people get to that point where they're just that disgusting, vile and evil? I mean, it's, it's really just beyond. Um, So, you know, there's that, um, and then we have um, a shooting in um, in uh, where is it? I think it's in. Uh, well, I just forgot now. Um, I think it's in Chicago, right? Police shooting in Chicago, um, uh, where apparently they were called to the scene because someone apparently had. Uh, oh, no, it was in L.A., sorry, it was in L.A., right. It was a black man shot in L.A., and apparently he, the police were called to the scene because they said a man had a gun or a man was armed. The police arrived there, and then a car was there, took shots at them, no officer was hit, and started to speed off. Officers returned fire, apparently either stopped, maimed, or hit the guy. Don't know if he lived or died. Not. Sh- I don't even know the, the detail of that. Um... Oh, no, I, I'm getting the location all mixed up. I'm sorry. It's in D.C. 
because I, I just Googled it and L.A. came up. Maybe there was a shooting in L.A. too, but that says St. Louis. So I don't know. Yeah, sorry. It was in D.C. And so um, now there's dozens and dozens and maybe there's even hundreds of protesters coming out because BLM said, let's get out there right away. And when they say get out there, it means perpetrate violence. Antifa's going to show up and you're going to have a situation. So, um, you know, it's like, you know, you had a criminal, clearly, because you can't have a gun in D.C., and they took shots at cops. When you take shots at cops, you can expect to be shot back. When you take shots at me in my home, you can expect you're going to get shot back. That's anyone, anyone on the street. You take shots at them, whether you're whether it's gang violence or not, or, or a good civilian or citizen or law enforcement, you're going to get shot back. So that person, you know, who knows what happened. Let's see if there's any update. Uh, here's an update from six minutes ago from... Uh, Normally, I look at this before, but I just was looking it up because I forgot. So, yeah, it's D.C., and now the police are going to face a whole thing here. And Bowser won't send anyone out because she's a louse and a disgusting, vile swamp stater and um, leftist hack. So, um, oh, so apparently it was, um, it was a killing. They fatally shot a black man. Uh, he brandished a firearm. Basically, there was a, a, a late-night face. Oh, no, that's, the, that's what's happening now. He's 18-year-old Dion Kay of Southeast D.C. Okay, let's see what happens. I'm sure Dion Kay is just a nice, really straight young man. Um, he was one of two people who fled Wednesday afternoon when approached by uniformed officers who were, who were investigating reports of a man with a gun in the area. Someone called 911. Okay, maybe it was his rival. Maybe it was his drug dealer rival. I don't know, I don't know who it is. Maybe it was a girlfriend. Maybe it was someone who had something out for him. Maybe it was even a, a Spock. Or a dox, right? Like they're just calling, like they like they do to like they did to that gamer, right? Maybe it was made up, but here's what happened: during the foot pursuit, one of the suspects brandished a firearm in response and offered to discharge their firearm one time, striking the subject. Suspect one time, one one shot. That's usually not what police shootings are, because normally police can't really shoot that well. They don't practice enough, but. The other man who fled escaped from police and Kay was taken to a local hospital where he was pronounced dead. The police statement included pictures of the handgun they say Kay had been carrying as well as the gun of another of his companions who was arrested. Local Black Lives Matter affiliate called for immediate protests outside the MPD's 7th District Headquarters stating in, in a tweet, D.C. police murdered a black man today. Well, how do you know that? You don't know he murdered a black man. Maybe. Maybe they planted the gun. Maybe they just shot him. They had an extra gun on him. Throw it down. Put his prints. Boom. Okay? Maybe. But right now, that's that you don't know that, and that's not clear. Okay, so um, that's from uh, SF Gate. Was that San Francisco Gate? SF Gate? Yeah, I guess so. So that's just what first popped up. This is it was updated nine fifty four p.m. and um, right now where I am, it is uh, where's the time? It's uh, it's it's well, it's twelve thirteen a.m. on on Wednesday. Okay, so this is from two hours ago. Maybe there's an update. I already saw on Twitter a, a live feed of a bunch of people out, you know, in front of the officers. They have their bikes, and they're already saying disgusting things, vile, piggish, disgusting things that these people bring. They bring this disgusting culture with them to just, you know, s they're practically spitting from their mouths. They have nothing better to do. Go online, okay, find some products you can buy for $50 and flip them on Amazon, okay? Go find a way to make money. Close your legs, stop getting abortions, okay, get married, have a family, live in peace, live in harmony, stop worrying about what the cops are doing. Cops are not going to be concerned about you if you're not breaking the law, okay? Cops are not going to be concerned about you if you're not raping, pillaging, looting, setting things on fire, arson, okay, throwing rocks, throwing cans of soup, throwing, 
uh, marbles, throwing ball bearings, okay, trying to beat people up, trying to throw acid in people's faces, throwing uh, throwing tear gas, pepper spray, trying to ruin buildings, trying to loot, trying to steal things, trying to take people's things, burn, burn businesses down, okay. If your neighborhood sucks, then welcome the cops in there to clean it up, okay, and get rid of your gangs and tell your kids to stop being in gangs, Tell your and stop dating seventeen thousand men or men stop dating seventeen thousand women. Clean your act up. It's no one else's fault but your own. It's not slavery's fault. It's not my fault. It's not Whitey's fault. It's not Dewey Irish fault. It's no one's fault but your own. Your situation is your fault. Things that need to be fixed. Things that are being done. Trump's doing more than anyone's done in two hundred years for the black community that wants to help themselves. But if you don't want to help yourselves, fuck off. Thanks for listening to Mike Vetch.